Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Monty and the Pharaoh. The Monty and Pharaoh Show. And you're watching the Monty and Pharaoh Show. Monty and the Pharaoh. With Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. It's Monty and the Pharaoh. 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 Monty and Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. And Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh, is it Monty and the Pharaoh? Monty and Pharaoh. The Monty and the Pharaoh show. Monty. And the feral. You've got the future Hall of Famer, that rocker, Marty Gennetti, MJ in the house, and I'm sitting here with two more future Hall of Famers, Monty and the Pharaoh. We're doing that stuff and we gonna rock it. Number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here at a Village Connection Radio from Huntington, Long Island, New York, live from Rockstar Studios. We've got a jam-packed room right now at the desk is none other than Stephen Miller, Hey-o. author of uh, Good Lovin', My Life as a Rascal, the Gene Cornish story. And then over across here is none other than... Mysterious Hall, Bart Griggs, and J.J. McGuire. J.J. Uh, will be at the big event in Queens tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Signing his book, My Life in Heaven Town. Uh, autographed book, picture, and uh, a handshake for the low price of $20. J.J., you want to tell the fans about your book a little bit? Oh, yeah, it's just uh, I was with WWF, E, and WCW, and myself and pal Jimmy Hart. We wrote over 114 of the biggest icon themes in the history of wrestling. And uh, I'd like to thank all the fans and friends for helping us and supporting us and supporting the great thing called wrestling. And we thank you for supporting the Monty and the Farrow Show. You can also catch Monty and the Farrow on Channel 115 every Tuesday from 8.30 till 9 p.m. You get us on Monty and A-N-D, the Farrow.com and also Monty and the Farrow on YouTube. 
once again, we appreciate everybody's support, but we are very excited to have none other than Buff Bagwell in the house. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Bob Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for what's coming. What's up? What's up? Thanks, what for, thanks for having me, man. So you enjoying that New York traffic, my friend? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we had to pry him out of the car. It was like a... Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to decompress when I came, <laughs> first came in here. I've, I mean, Atlanta, I thought was bad shit. Yeah. Like, first of all, can I cuss? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'll make wait. it easier. Fuck yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm a bitch. Here you go. So, <laughs> You've what got to be fuck? fucking oh. kidding me! How y'all fucking deal with that traffic shit? Oh, it's ridiculous! I've been trying oh to move. I've been God. trying to move out it's of ridiculous. here for the last twenty years. <laughs> and the suburbs turned into the city since we moved out here as kids. Now the suburbs yeah. is the city. This for a is long BS. time, Atlanta was a big city with not big city traffic. Right. And so right. we we loved it. I mean, I was yeah. there and born there and raised there. Remember so when there was space? Remember that? And it was. It was cool, yeah. right? It was great. Sucks now. And then finally, <laughs> somebody let the cat out of the bag. I mean, you listen. Yeah. Like here, you just don't know. You know, don't know which way traffic's going to be going. You right. Know, going. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's kind of how Atlanta is too now. But when I was coming up, I was, of course, thank you, 20 years old, and I want to move. You think automatically, I want to move, you know? Shit, I found out pretty quick that I didn't want to move. Mm. No fucking <laughs> Because Atlanta's pretty hard to beat, bro. It really, really? is. Really? Oh. With the traffic and everything else and clean and not so, you know, it really is pretty, pretty hard you to mean, beat. You dude. mean it's not just a warm version of New York? Warm it really isn't. Dude. Really? No, man. It's. Oh. What I just went through right there, I, I mean, I need, to, I need to go see a psychiatrist for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for a week. A week. A week schedule. Yeah. Did you take him to the HOV lane at least? Well, uh, fuck no. Are you kidding me? That tight ass. Are you shitting me? Tight ass! Oh, my God. Well, isn't this, isn't this a surprise? Another person that hates Eric Sims. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. What is going on here? What a mess he is. What'd you take him in? What'd you think of the LSD lane? Oh, well, she I was, was brutal. He had to boot himself. I had to get off the Yeah. Himself? Yes. Hey, oh, listen, dude. I gotta there, do it. There's no shame. There's no shame. Is it safe to say Buff was full of the stuff? No, I was. <laughs> I can't. Buff, oh Buff, let the sh- Buff let the stuff out. And Applebee's. Listen. Apple. Hey, that's a quality thing. Though. I've been in cases. Sometimes yeah, I've been in cases where you had to go into the woods, man. It's 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 happened. It's, to many it of us. it's a New York thing, dude. I, I did the bravest thing. I did it in Village Connection. What are you talking about? No, oh, I man. mean, uh, yeah. thanks, thanks, Farrell. Thanks, Farrell. Thanks that, for popping the station. Was that, that was that the green fog that I saw? Oh, <laughs> never mind. Anyway. <laughs> All right, well, what let's, do we got? Let's talk a little got? professional wrestling. Wrestling Man, legend. Jacked up, wrestling legend in the really house. Yes. yes. Let's go. You're kind of mellow, Farrell. Yeah, last but show. now Buff is here. Yeah, Buff's here. You're good. Oh, you got a connection. You both like to take uh, giant shits. What? Yes. We got that in common. It's a bond. We're stool brothers. What's going on here? So, yeah, it's a bad. So, Buff, let's open up, man. You are a. First of all, you look great, man. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I, uh,. Yes, thank sir. you, and yeah, I mean that you. in a manly way. By no, and, and I mean I took it. Do. I took it that way. I really did. It really yeah, it means a lot to me because, bro, what people really don't know is I have nine surgeries the last five years. Get out! I had five. I went in for hip replacement on my left hip. <sighs> okay. Five surgeries later, I'm up, I'm about nine percent, almost hundred, but five of them on the left hip alone. Mm. You're on your feet in two hours. With crutches, so I thought, how can how can this go? How can this be wrong? You know, right. 
I mean, you're actually on almost all my crutches, and it felt better. I was like, oh, my God, it's already better. Don't you lose trust in the doctors after the third time? Th- Very good point. Thank you. Third time, I went to see another another MD that's a good friend of mine. And I said, bro, what what the what the fuck? I mean, tell me what to do here. I, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Love the doctor. Name Dr. Bradbury. Great guy. He told me he's going to fix me no matter what. It was just a lot of bad luck. The first surgery didn't fuse, so they put this other one in they call the tank. So they go in, they drill further down because I'm younger. They're able to go further down in your femur. And so with older people, they can't do that because they're scared it will break. So they went a little deep and they put this mag daddy went in. Well, I I get a hematoma blood clot in that thing. So the third surgery was to remove the blood clot on that surgery, I get fucking staff. Oh yeah. Oh, no so boy. staff, guess what they do on number four? With staff, <sighs> everything comes out. Comes out. Yeah, that's right. Guess what happens number five? Goes back in. Everything goes back <laughs> in. <laughs> Very fucking good. You're listening. Very good. You're the bionic buff. I am the bionic. <laughs> hey, dur- during that, during that, <laughs> hey, during that, I had two shoulder replacements. <laughs> Wow. Finally, I got to where I could start working out again and started getting my size back a little bit and things started to glue a little bit to where I could take my shirt off again and be, you know, a 50-year-old buff and still, you know, still be okay. you know, in somewhat shape, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, dude, it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a rough ride, bro. It was yeah. five, five, two, scope, and there's nine. I can't remember if that's five, seven, eight. There's another one in there somewhere, but... Uh, and we're not. We're just over overlooking the broke neck. Let's just we'll put that to the side. Right. Let's throw that over there. Ted Turner obviously <laughs> called and offered to help for the, with this, right? <laughs> he did. He, what? They, they paid for the whole Wait thing. Pay for the whole thing. Get dude. out. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah Pay for the whole thing. Get a load of Ted Turner. No. Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted. He was. Wow. <laughs> So, Buff, you, 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 from what I've read, you're a pretty solid baseball player growing up. Is that true? Yeah, I really was, man. I was. Uh, I loved. I loved football and baseball. But uh, my junior year on the opening kickoff, there was a big school where I come from in Cobb County. Is uh, the big school is called McEachern, and a guy named Mister McEachern. He, it looks like a college campus, kind of. It's that that that's how that's how big this high school thing is, you know. And, uh, you know, the stadium's on both sides and all that. Opening kickoff of my junior year with, I mean, there was, you know, agents there and people come see and, you know, there was a big thing and Sprayberry was playing. I was moment Sprayberry. We were playing with Keechern and Opening kickoff, dude. Opening kickoff of my junior season. Catch the ball. I'm the deep man. Catch the ball. And I, I jumped, it kind of got piled up. And when I jumped, I kind of just did a real hard stretch and didn't know what I'd done, but I knew I'd, I knew something was bad wrong to my left. It was yeah, my left, left also. Because, and believe it or not, I tore what is called your ischial tuberosity. Look it up, motherfucker. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> Look it up. Ischial tuberosity. tuberosity. Ischial tuberosity. Wait a minute. Tuber- wasn't that Godzilla's opponent? That was. That was it. He was part of that. Okay. And then Godzilla kicked his ass. So. And then my ass. He smoked his ass. So yeah, what man. is the ischial So what it is, believe it or not, your ischial tuberosity is you're, you got three hamstrings. Okay. And they come up and they tie to this little bone about this big. Oh. 
and they all attach to that bone. Not anymore. And that bone yeah. attaches to your pelvis. Right. I ripped that off my pelvis. Mm. So you can imagine, you know, yeah. so I, I lost a step and all that. So I went from real quick I went from football to just, just saying, look, that Ping is, pong. I lost, this, I lost yeah. this, you know, wow. I still played a couple, yeah. another year, but it was baseball. Baseball was the big deal, you know, and I, I was a big, huge yeah, that was that was that was what I was the best. What best position player. in baseball? If I can, uh, but for I was always a pitcher growing up, and then when I started putting size on, I lost. I kind of lost my arm. Okay, like to to I remember coming up and had me at third base, and I came out of third base and like just and threw the ball like way up in the woods. <laughs> so what was mom? What mom and dad? I guess so. Were they? Was yeah, yeah. Like stop was, lifting weights, dude. Like, well, that's what they tried. To do. I don't know what it was. Nobody could get me to stop. But that's what they tried to do, and even the coach would go by Sports Life. It's called Sports Life back then, Sports Life Fitness, and he even go by. I remember hiding in the gym because whatever reason it was, I was dead set on being big. You just wanted to be big. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to, regardless, I wanted to look good. So know? when did you start hitting the gas? Uh, God, that was um, in high school. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. My, my sophomore year. I took, you know, dying a ball. Mm-hmm. It was like the big, you know, the yeah, big, sure. you know, easy winner. That was the old day. school stuff, right? The old school yeah. shit, you know. So, but then, but then at WCW, bro, it was, it was tough because they were all over our ass. Really? You know, keep in mind, they called it, we Wait random, we randomly Wait pick y'all. Yeah, that's always Scott and Steiner, like, hey, hey, you, ra- I know, ra- I know ra- ra- Randomly, <laughs> randomly, it was always me, Scotty, Lex. Right. So, even though we... Could do a few things. Right behind you is your fucking test yeah, of right. life, right? and seven hundred fifty thousand dollars at that stage is gambling right behind you, right here. So, did you feel it necessary to keep hitting the gas, considering you had all that money well, on the line? After after we um, after we learned more about it, we would always, you know, get jacked up, and you come off, and then you, and then and then you lose weight, and you get back jacked. It's called taking you know, a cycle. Yeah, cycling out. Yeah. And this doctor came in and goes, "Y'all got it all. Y'all got it all mixed up." He goes, "Y'all, y'all got to figure out a way to take, you know, low doses, moderate doses, and just stay on." And and me and Steiner were like, "Yes, <laughs> that's the answer I was looking for." So it made sense. It made more sense too, you know, to to just. Not kill ourselves and then come off, so we came to a moderate, you know, dose. But, but at the same time, we finally had to go to Eric and say, "Eric, you got to get these guys off our asses," you know. But they they didn't. Man, it was DBS. Mm. So you know, we randomly were picked a lot <laughs> to test. You know, so it was it was. You know, I can almost hear Bischoff arguing with the TBS executives. Hey, listen, this is part of this business. Well, that was that was the whole deal. I said, "Did you want me and Scotty to look like me and Scotty, or do y'all, you know, what do you, right. what do you want?" I mean, right. you know. You don't want to look like Hoven, dude. Hey, right. I mean, right. I got a little bit tough, you know, so. <laughs> you know, your name is Buff. You know, I remember Arn Anderson looking at me one day. Arn Anderson, I was writing Buff down on something. And he goes, hey, he goes, he goes you're going to, he goes, you're going to fucking regret that one day. Yeah. And it just went, I'm right, 25 years old, right <clears> over my head. When I turned 40, I went, oh, boy. Now I know what he meant. Right. I got to be fucking buff. Don't you hate when that happens? Forever. There you go. So if I don't show up looking a little bit buff, right. 
just a waste of just a waste of hey, time. Hey, Ruff, where's your stuff? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> look, you, you have uh, what's your training regimen, right? Like, well, I do. I just same. It's not changed at all. I do. Uh, really? Yeah, I used to. You know, and when I was younger, and nobody really knew what we were doing, we always did two body parts a week, and that was you know we do chest, chest back, shoulders, no chest back, legs, shoulders, arm, one day off. And did it again. Mm. As long as you got two body parts in in a seven day period, then you're good to go. Then we found out that that was overtraining. Mm. So it all went to one body part a week, and especially with our schedule, it was pretty tough, you know. So one body part a week made a lot more sense. But you just you got to blow it out, you know. You bust your chest on Monday. So my schedule for many years was chest Monday, back Tuesday. Legs to break it up, upper body from lower right. body. Day four was shoulders. Day five was arms. Okay, and that was and you had Saturday and Sunday to make up whatever you may have missed. And how about the diet? Diet was all. Diet was that. That was the difference. That's why me and Scotty look so different more than anybody else or anybody else you want to talk about. Lex, doubt. I mean, anybody that was in shape, anybody can go in there and do this shit, but a lot of people can't. Do this the right way. That's right. And the pizza and the, and the hamburgers and so that's the toughest part. You so know? what's a typical day eating for you? Uh, zero carbs five days a week, and then I do a carb load. Carb out on a car, carb out. Back back in the nitro days, that's what it was. It was five days, and I still kind of stick to that same thing because mm. it just works for me better. Uh, but if you're gonna if you're gonna look the way like me and Scotty looked, you, you, there's zero there's zero bread. There's zero rice, you know. There's zero, I mean, you can do that shit, but you got to do it early in the day, mm-hmm. so your body has time to burn it off. Yeah, sure, sure. yeah. And it took us a long time to learn. When when I was on TV, and I was two twenty, I looked about two ten. All of a sudden, I got lean, and I was two twenty and looked two fifty. Yeah. yeah, right. So TV, yeah. brother, it took us a long time. To fucking, I wish somebody would have told us that a lot sooner. Because brother, under the lights and everything else, when you get lean, you know it, it makes a big difference when you're when you got abs and, and everything. I mean, you know, two two oh two twenty eight was my biggest. Everybody's always like, "Man, we thought you were like two sixty, you know?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, dude, no. And people would walk up to me and they go, "I thought you'd be bigger," you know. And this is back when I was jacked. But when you're lean and you got a shirt on. It, it, it eats you up. Yeah, also, you're a big guy, though, man. I mean, uh, so I would always take my shirt off. Wouldn't you like, fuck you? What do you mean? I thought you'd be well, bigger? Yeah. That's I, 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 I said. I finally, finally, the third suck guy. suck a dick. Get out of here. <laughs> the third guy, the third person that did it to me. <laughs> what? The third person that did it to me, I said, I go, what do you mean? Bigger. I, said, yeah, yeah. Right. I was just vain. I can do tit in the juice. He's all angry. Yes. Yeah. You know what rage. You know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? Go for it. Yeah. Bigger. I say, motherfuckers. That means taller. Yeah. Right. In the fucking south anyway. There's a difference. Taller. right. Taller ain't. And I said, I never. a basketball player. I'm a wrestler. I never said I was tall. I said I was buff. Yeah. Well, you know, I never claimed that. to be fucking tall. Yeah, your name wasn't yeah. Tall Bagwell. Yeah, well, taller. Yeah. My name was Buff. So I made it clear, but, but when I heard that, it helped me. But every time I got into the building, if I didn't take my shirt off and walk in with my shirt off, somebody would be like, 
What's up? Are you are you are you, are you sick? Well then, that, you wow, sick? yeah. <laughs> but you take God. that shirt off, and they can see your abs, yeah. and then they're, they're like, "Holy oh, that's fuck, buff. man! You look no. incredible!" You know. Yeah, right. Well, you know what part of it? Might but then it got to be a joke. It got to be a joke. Then of course, and it, it was yeah. like, "Are you?" Because I looked so good, it was like, "Right, are you sick? Right, you get sick again?" You know. Right. So that was kind of, kind right. of became a joke. But you know, at first the, you hear that it fucks with you. To, to the audience at home, you play very big. Yeah. So when they see you in real life, that might have played into it. Not necessarily. It does, so you know. Like, hey, wait a minute, he's so larger than life on yeah, the job. You put me in. You had that Nash. pressure. You're true. Yeah. Yeah. When you put like, me and Nash in the ring, the way the angle was. Yeah. I mean, if he walked in this room right here, it he would just blow your mind. Yeah, I could imagine. But for some reason, in the ring, it didn't look that different. It didn't look. Like right. Well, I think it's a credit to you too, right? You played big, right? So right. He, a lot of today's wrestlers absolutely. have a, tr- a lot of problem playing big. Yes. Like when I, you know, when I talk about playing big, I think about Macho Man Savage, right? That guy was probably oh, two ten, oh, yeah. something. Roddy Piper, but, but he, yeah, Piper. They played big. They, yeah. they, they, they could they play with the big. You, you, you could do it. Yes. Plus, you were a big guy. You weren't a small yeah. No, guy. no, no. It, 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 you know, it's, 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 it's not a reverse. It's kind of a reverse anorexia thing, to be honest with you. Yeah. For for the guys like me. Mm-hmm. For guys like me, it's kind of a reverse anorexia because we, like, I'd go, God, my arms look small today or something. And people would go, What? What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It becomes a, a, a kind of a mind fuck. Could I possibly say maybe you love yourself a little bit? What? I absolutely love myself. That's hilarious. Are you kidding oh my me? God. Bob, better. I love myself. How could you be the character if you don't believe? You got this to. Stuff? You got to. You got to love yourself. And every morning, I roll. And you know what? Everybody should love themselves. I agree. First. You I know, agree. let's go that route. Truth. That's right. You, you but I do fourteen work days a year and the rest vacation pay. Uh, I, well, I want to say something. Buff is a fantastic actor, also. Okay. He did a couple of Andy Solaris movies uh, a while back, and yes, I, you know, I'm still I'm enamored with Buff. There's I'm in love with him yet, mm-hmm. but Buff is. Uh, Fantastic uh, performer, but he's also an excellent actor. He stole the thunder from all those girls. They had some big uh, boob girls in this movie, and Buff was JJ. I don't know know if you're aware, but uh, I enjoyed Buff in the Gigolo episode. Oh yeah, Yeah, it was bad. You were very good in that. Yeah. Uh, Well, first of all, how did how'd you get like? How did you feel about that? (laughs) The Gigolo thing happened. um, Real quick, Buff. Before you say it, if you don't know it. There's a show on Showtime called Gigolos. Okay. It's about Gigolos who have sex with women. Oh, who, yeah. who makes a guest appearance? Uh, come Mr. on. Mr. Buff Bagwell. Gee, what a shock. Okay. Right? That's Good. excellent casting. So I made the, the fifth season, the final episode I was on. Okay. Highest rated show in five years. Sweet. So I signed on to the six years. Showtime yeah. signs me for 240 grand to shoot 12 oh, episodes. Hello. I'm excited. Oh my God, this is great. Yeah. They, they canceled the show. So all I did was the one episode. Damn. Yeah, oh, come season. on yeah. now. I think I, I, got, I got the call. Right? I, got, she wasn't too I, I was bad, married. Right? You were married at the I time? I was married at the time. So I get back in the car. First thing back up. The reason what happened when the Gigolos thing was I had, a car, I had the car wreck. Right. And that was 2012. And um, when I had the car wreck... I had changed my number, and I was going to go work for a guy that was my manager that owned a big company, and just going to kind of get out of wrestling and and just you know just go where maybe the next move in my life, you know. And um, seven days he dies, he falls in his house, hits his head, dies of a brain hematoma. Mm. I find him dead. So now my numbers change. Seven days later, I roll my jeep. Break my neck again mm. on 
the exact same day, 14 years apart. Wow. The exact fucking Dan can prove it. Mm. April is either 22nd or 23rd, but it was Thunder, and it was the exact same day that I did that and broke my neck and knocked all my teeth out, broke my jaw. So, you know, people didn't know if I was going to, you know, quit, was I going to live, die, whatever. So I called my manager and said, my phone ain't ringing because nobody's got my number. I said, it's time to pull, it's time to pull the Mac Daddy. Mm. And the Mac Daddy happened to be, he said, dude, there's this show called Gigolos. <laughs> he goes, I said, let's do it. So they were all over it, had me come in, you know, and everything. So, um, so that, that was the reason for that. And wow. it got me back on, it did put me back on the map. Yeah, know? it did. It, it definitely did. did. I remember. I walked through the airport, nobody said a word about wrestling. They were like, man, I saw you with Gigolos. <laughs> Gigolos, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So that's where that came from, was just my phone, just, I changed my number. And I had to do something to reignite Buff Bagwell's name. Good move. Yeah, so it worked, and uh, so I was very happy about that. So it did work, at least. You know. I enjoyed that show. I was surprised they canceled it. Me <laughs> too. I went some wrestling with them. Sure, Mr. why not? How about breaking in and tell us about Missy Hyatt? I was, uh, I, believe it or not, uh, my parents uh, ran a lumber company for 17 years. So when I was growing up, we were filthy rich. I mean, like a million dollar a month lumber company wow. all right gross that's gross but still million dollars a month right and my mother ran it with 200 men employees wow so these fucking truck drivers just walk in and see a woman running things and be like who the fuck it and then pretty quick it was <laughs> yes ma'am no ma'am you know she's a she's rough you know right. and uh but yeah the my dad finally they it went it went south and of course, I went south my senior year, and my brothers were already working there, and I was going to work there too. So all, all I went to school for was to play ball. Mm. High school, I just went to play ball. I didn't try to go to go continue on. I knew where I was going to go work. And they, um, he said, "Look, here's the deal, guys. I got enough money to get y'all all something. What, what you want to do?" My oldest brother opened a gym. My middle brother. Opened up a um, drywall company, and what do you say to your father when you're 18 years old and what you want to do? I have no fucking idea what I want to do, you know. So I came up with massage therapy. I thought being in shape, you know, good-looking kid, southern accent, very nice, very polite, very well-mannered, you know. I thought I'd, I thought it worked, you know. I literally had women would walk into the room and turn right around and walk back out. <laughs> really? Yes. They, they, they They're just I, intimidated. Yeah, it just it was just uncomfortable for them. Oh. So it backfired on me. Mm. And so it totally backfired. During that backfire, I'm laying at the pool one day and my first wife was 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 stripping, of course. We lived in Atlanta. And she was trying to, you know, pay the bills and keep us going, you know. And I was in a pool one day, and I see this, you know, blonde. With no, were you boobs. married at eighteen at this point? How old were you? Uh no, we were just dating. I was okay. just dating. That was she ended up being my first wife, but All we were right, just gotcha. dating at the time. Apartments, and this is when Missy was just getting away from hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert, and uh, they were fighting over my grill one night. Well, fast forward, go back there, go back. They're way across the pool. And Missy is talking to the girl. She goes, move me, 
wherever the fuck he lives. The girl didn't know I had a girlfriend. And so I come back from the, you know, the pool and there's, she's moving in across the hall. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. But still just, just not over my head, no big deal. Well, that night she knocks on the door and tells them herself. She goes, today I saw your, 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 your we, were, we wasn't date, we wasn't married yet, I didn't get married till 20. But she goes, I saw your boyfriend at, at the pool and she goes, I was like, you know, I didn't know he was dating anybody, and the girl didn't know I was dating nobody either, I guess. And so she moved in next door to me, right out, directly across the hall. And she was like, won't you be a wrestler? I said, those fucking guys don't make no fucking money. Mm. And she goes, our lowest paid guy makes 100 grand a year. And I said, let's run that by me one more time. <laughs> That's great. Run That's that great. by me one more what time. What company do you work for? Right. <laughs> so, I, but when at first I could give her the same old, you know, I don't really watch it. I watch it as a kid. The same thing we've right. all been told and said and all right. that. And uh, so, long story short, um, she got me set up to go down to, you know, down in Griffin is where they didn't have no power plant yet. There wasn't mm-hmm. no school to go to yet. Mm-hmm. It was a ring. They had a hole in it like this. And Kevin Nash was in the ring. I mean, Kevin were friends because he was the he was the big the big time bouncer in, in, in Atlanta. So I was all and I was the party boy and. You know, so it a, wasn't a stranger to you. No. Oh, that's good because the first thing, if you're walking in for the first time here, here's the first guy, Kevin Nash. I quit. Yeah, well, anyway, I, I see him. Know, I, I see him whisper. On. I see him whispering and shit. A redwood and, tree. And, and Buddy Lee, Buddy Lee, Par- Buddy Lee, Parker. He he says he goes, "You're too small. You're too small." Oh, here we go again. And I go, I said, "Wait a minute." I said, I said "I'm bigger than fucking Brian Pillman." He okay. goes, "Well, Brian Pillman can wrestle." Oh, here we go. And I said. Well, how the fuck you know I can't? Ah, look at you. So there's three thousand dollars though. You had to go to go to school, and I, just, I said I ain't got three grand. Okay. I don't have that money. So a guy named Steve the Brawler Lawler actually trained me, hmm. and he, he rode off the Lawler gimmick because he kind of looked like Lawler, and he was pretty famous in the, in, in, in the independent, independent circuit. But he never made it big or anything. But right. great guy trained me, which was about three times they made me the champ. <laughs> you know, so. I learned by looking real stupid a bunch of times, and then you do that, you don't look stupid, you know, much more. You kind right. of uh, you caught on. You caught on pretty quick if right. you look stupid, you know, right. in front of a bunch of people, yeah, and on TV. So, yeah, yeah so, yeah, that, that's that. The Misty things. She got me into it, so she got me hired with me up with up with Steve the Brawler Lawler. He trained me, and then, you know, then it was, there we go. But. Always natural in front of people, any theater in school. I mean, come on, yeah. that's half the battle in pro wrestling. All yeah. of a sudden, the camera's on, and you're a natural. It's like, yeah, no. dude, I've, I've always been like that. It was, my brothers and my brothers are exact opposite. They're real quiet and okay. shy. Then, fuck, they, any camera came well, out, I was bouncing in front of it, you know, and, you know, always yeah. in front of the camera, you know. So now, I know you were dating that girl, but um, with Missy Hyatt. Any personal relationship? None. With her at all? Never, ever, ever. Did but you take a piece of your action? A, bu- a bunch of my friends went out with her. Okay. So I shot her up with a bunch of dudes. Mine, so you passed, and then you just hooked her up with somebody else? I, yeah, it was, was just too close to home. It was literally 10 feet away. Yeah. You know? well, it's kind of I literally, one night, I heard some commotion in the, in the hallway, like the breezeway. And I come out, and they're fucking, they're, they're fighting over my, my, my grill. My, I got a gas grill. That was a big deal at 18. They're expensive and, you know, I don't miss. Well, they literally, he's got the door jammed in 
the gas, you know, the gas grills has got he's got it trying to wedged in. Well, I didn't know this, but who was the big wrestler uh, that played for the Falcons that was WWE? Goldberg. Uh, uh, no, WWF uh, for a while. Some of the F. Yeah. God. Oh my God. He was in. Really? The, it was in a WrestleMania two. Yes. In the uh, in the battle for, uh, with that Andre one. Oh my God. Fralick. Bill Fralick. Bill Fralick. Yeah, yeah. Bill Fralick was inside of the apartment, and I and I'm in a pink g-string <laughs> with a with a 45 automatic, <laughs> and I open the door. And I go. Get the fuck off my grill! And and Eddie turns around, and I went, "Hey, Eddie, nice to meet you, man." <laughs> Two months later, we're in Global, and we got to wrestle each other. Oh shit! So I sit down with Eddie, and I go, "Hey, are we cool on the gun thing? Yeah. <laughs> are we is that oh, is that fast?" And so he was always cool, you know. But that was that was the Bill Fraley final final episode of wow. uh, them two. Wow. How, yeah. about, how about your WCW debut against Mike Graham? Little thoughts on Mike? Wow! You know what? Me, about them I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I, me and Mike didn't get along real good. We it was up and down. Okay. Um, those guys considered me like if I could do it, your Dundees, your Mike Grahams, and those guys still thought. But this fucking young kid can still do this, then you know we're, we we can too. And I remember locking up with him, and I grabbed him in a right head headlock in Gainesville, Georgia Mountain Center. And I was like, "Well, what do I do from here? Mm. <laughs> I've already got him in the wrong headlock." So that was actually my debut. And I'm not sure did that air. I don't think that aired. I think it was dark. No, it was a dark match. Because my very first match was with Rip Rogers, and I won. That's right. And I didn't want to be called. Did he chop you in the chest? No, oh, but they always did. There you go. I used to write a check because he's the chopper. That yeah. dude, I've seen him chop. But Marcus, but your thing with Mike, right? You guys kind of didn't get along, but he ended up becoming office. Did he give yeah. you a problem? He, he did. You know, like we'd go out and I'd try to come up with a new cool move or something, and they'd be like, you know, well, why don't you just learn how to, you know, fucking work? Mm. And they, they were big on, you know, learning how to, you know, learn how to work the arm and. And things like that, you know, and, and I was like, look, this, you know, this is about selling fucking tickets, you know. Yeah, right. This ain't this ain't about working somebody's arm or how good you can, you know, work a leg or work an arm. I and mean, we're trying to fucking sell tickets, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's where Luger came. You know, was had so much heat, you know, it was because he was the first big kind of bodybuilder guy, yeah. so he was hated, of course. But yeah, Mike, he was not a big fan of mine, and, and those guys, none of them were, you know, because I was just young, and they felt like they. they how do you feel about Lex? Oh, me and Lex were super tight. Do you still are? Is Lex's reputation unfair because he does get bashed quite a bit? Lex was Lex was rough, man. He was rough. I mean, he was. Okay. But he is a complete, completely different guy now, man. He well, really I've seen is. that. I mean, dude, I've seen. I mean, he really is. I mean, I'm talking about like physically, mentally, everything. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's Lawrence Fole. Mm. Yeah, he's gone through a lot. And right? I've never he met. Has. I never met Lawrence Fole. You know, it was always Lex. Mm. But I remember being in the gym one day waiting him to work out. And this is when I was just Marcus Bagwell. Wasn't, I wasn't, you know, buff yet. And I was just waiting for him to work out, sitting on the couch. And he goes, um, he said, uh, this guy from the inside the gym goes, hey, Lex, how's it going? And I went, and everybody just went like, because nobody talked to Lex. You know, nobody, mm-hmm. everybody was too scared. Lex is stretching his leg, which we're not even doing legs, but he's stretching his hamstring. And he says, the guy says it to him, and he looks, he looks behind him. 
Blake does like this. This is a guy that's paying a membership to train at Main Event Fitness at his gym. And he fucking looks behind him and he goes, are you talking to me? And the guy at this stage, everybody's kind of like this because everybody knows Lex's better than this kid. And he goes, yeah, he goes, my friends call me Lex. He goes, and you're not my friend. Mm. I'm trying to get underneath the couch. I'm <laughs> right. trying to hide. Because right. I, I was that friendly, hey, mm-hmm. hey, everybody, you know, and you're trying to be nice to everybody and all that stuff. So, you know, but Lex hated it. He just... I even told a guy got this pro card one time at his at his gym. His name was Piam. Was the kid's name. And I told Lex about him, and and, and he said uh, he looked over at him and he goes, "He's too short." He's too short. Yeah, this guy just got his pro card, Jeez. pro bodybuilding card. Wow. And I said, "Hey, Lex, easy, bro." I said, "Hey, but about five ten or five eleven, you know." I mean, mm-hmm. he looked at me and he went. You're acceptable. <laughs> that was that was that was Lex, bro. Holy cow! I never that was that. Lex. Wow. That was me and Lex were like this. I mean, we were. I mean, for five years it was. He drove. I was in the passenger seat, cooler full of beer in the back seat with Liz behind me. Nope. You know, so that was when all that was going on. You know. Right. So did their relationship. Uh... That went on, and then and finally he had to go to Mach, you know, and just say, "Look, you know, here's the deal," you know, and he was he was straight up about and Macho it. Macho Man was all right with it. He was cool with it, so that went on. You know? But did you? So I don't know. The story goes right. Lex is kind of hooked on some prescription yeah. drugs. We all were. We all right? were. And Liz yeah. kind of like was just enamored by Lex. And do you feel yeah. that he kind of dragged her into that world? No, by no means, no means at all. Because I remember several times, even when we would like take a pain pill or something and have a beer. She would, uh, you know, we'd, she'd take a half or we'd give her, you know, a little something, just hang with us, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But what happened was, his legs was living, you know, he was having, he had two things going on at once. And it was, he called me one day and asked me about it. And I said, bro, I said, all I can tell you is I've been married, at that time I've been married two times. I've been married twice. I don't know, I'm, I don't know a lot younger than you. And I said, I said, but let me tell you something. I said, when it comes out, I said, it's going to be. I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stink a lot worse. I had no idea it was no. going to stink the way it's How bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, yeah. I'm glad that I did at least give him a good solid. But then again, that's easier said than done. But I, just, I said, dude, I'm telling you, it's just time to just... The religious clean. turnaround, did you think to yourself, look, this is what I thought at first. I'm like, oh, give me a break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. all, everybody did. Okay. Everybody did that the walk. You know, they okay. call that your, your walk. You know, okay. that's his walk. and. Walk of Faith, and right, and he really did. You know, everybody thought the same thing, and his mm-hmm. name was Sting. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody believed Sting right away because he mm. just he was just I think very was Sting very public about it. I don't recall him. Being no, he wasn't that. because his wife wasn't on board with it. Okay. He tried to get his wife involved, his kids, and right. she was dead against it. Mm-hmm. But he got deeper and deeper and deeper. But I was witnessing. It's called witnessing when you witness to somebody about about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, him dying on the cross for your sins mm-hmm. and all that at 33 years old. Right. And that's called witnessing. Right. I went, for some reason, God put me on his, for him to, you know, to get, to, to, to save himself, to be get saved. Right. And because I'd already, I gotten saved and, and, um, uh, was trying to do the right thing and everything and what really was. 
and was doing the right thing. And um, I was talking to him on the way to Charlotte one day, and I look over, and he is just pouring sweat. Mm. And he goes, I'm very uncomfortable talking about this. Mm. And I was like, no problem. Well, then I take sermons I would hear at the church I went to, which is called Woodstock Baptist. Okay. Um, and that's like the biggest, you know, biggest, um, um, like, you know, 15,000 members that's, in Woodstock, Georgia. That's yeah. large. And, and it's the only building to this day in Woodstock that's got an escalator. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's that big of a church. The, the you get to heaven faster. Yes, you get to heaven a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. There you go. and you got to run. Yeah. You can just take like, the ride up. Science. Like, oh, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> so you're yeah. you're heading to the big event, right? Tomorrow, yes. Queens, big one of the big biggest wrestling yes. events in New York. People know, and just so you know, you have some sort of deal with Two Cold Scorpio. That's ESS. You're working for ESS. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't know. I really don't. What'd you do? That's, that's just it. I don't know. He, he says he says the the things I saw was he you know he said that I did something on a flight where I kind of belittled him a little bit. But man, me and Scorp were always super super you tight, him, right? yeah. man. We were you know he he was a, he was a great guy. We always got along, but. Well, you man, thought you were in the laboratory, me. but instead... He ripped me, he ripped me a new ass really? on yeah. several podcasts, you know? Wow. And I just never really understood. I still never asked him. So you guys still haven't talked about it? No, I, I was at I, I, I the shoulder replacement, mm-hmm. and he came in. for We were eating at a, at a, show, at a signing somewhere. And, I, of course, I can't do anything. And so as soon as I see him walking in... I got no idea what's coming. I got a guy that just cut me a new ass, right, right. and it's known out there pretty much that I I will knock your fucking teeth down your yeah, throat. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean that that's what happened. Yeah. What's what got me over with the boys, believe right. it or not. Okay. If you're a prima donna pretty boy in this business, you're fucked. If you're a prima donna pretty boy, and you may knock somebody fucking out, you're accepted. There you go. So that they saw me knock a guy out in Jacksonville, Florida. And the nasty boys counted him out to ten. Oh, that's from that point on. From that point on, yeah. From that point on, and I've been. In, so they didn't know that the guy in the locker room, sitting like this, mm-hmm. had been in jail more than everybody in the locker room. Had been in trouble more than everybody in the locker room put together. Right. Been in jail more than probably everybody in the locker room, but I had to act. The Marcus Alexander Bagwell mm-hmm. role, right? So I'm sitting there with Ricky Steamboats and your Dusty Roses, and which Dusty's who hired me, and um, yeah, so it was just, uh, um, um, you know, it was it was a big deal, and but the Scorpio thing, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I never. So as soon as I saw him come in, I just grabbed a oxy was uh, was a butter knife, a butter. So knife? I, I grabbed a butter knife and just <laughs> put it just to defend myself okay. if. He was going to jump me or something. Put jelly on him or something. He, he sits down, <laughs> but he's going to put a butter on him. Butter. He sits down right beside me, almost like knee to knee. And I'm thinking, oh, here, 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 I don't know what's coming, you know. And um, he says, uh, how's, "How's the shoulder coming, man?" Oh. And I, so I still didn't know where that was going, you know. I was like, I said, I said, you know, that's you. Know, I said, we're old now, man. We're getting older now, you know. So that conversation is the only time we've spoke. And it was nice, pleasurable, and then I saw another podcast read. He lit me up, you know. So 
But I've got no heat with Scorp. I really don't. I, I just defend you're myself. At this, you're at the ESF table. Yeah. Table, so it should be pretty interesting Wait for the fans. We're going <coughs> to be there. Yeah, oh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. All right. So, look, we're going to hit the band. And, Buff, yeah. you're going to sit between me and the Pharaoh okay. here. We're going to play something called Hit It or Quit It. <coughs> Usually we put it up on the screen there, but we'll look at my computer screen. Uh, our super producer here will be showing the fan okay. that you're looking at. Okay. And uh, we're going to look at it. So, uh, you're going to go to the band, right? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Go to the band. J.J. McGuire and Wisteria Hall's own Bart Griggs, live in studio. We just dropped this new single, by the way. If you check it out on Reverb Nation, it's called Riding High. That's us. It's endorsed by our friend here. I think he liked it. Riding High. Riding Riding High. Wisteria Hall and uh, Aqua Cherry are our two uh, sponsored... uh, Groups that sponsor Monty and the yes, Look at you playing it. Hello. All right. So go. we're going to hit it or quit it. 
Buff. Love it. The idea behind this is we're going to show you some pictures. Yeah. Elaborate. Have fun with it. And uh, you know we want to know if you'd hit it or quit it. No one wants to hit it better than the great Buff Bagwell. Absolutely. It's perfect. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hit it. Oh, that's me. That's you. Hey, look, if I weren't that way, I'd hit it too. <laughs> Me three. All right, you ready? <laughs> Here we go. It's time to hit it or quit it. What do we got? What do we got? Here we go. Oh, my God. My personal friend, Miss... Alexa Bliss. And close yes. friend of Mike Martin. And close friend of mine. That's WWE de- Diva. That is a, de- that is a definite a- hit it. I mean, you my God. Do you watch, one, right? today's, do you watch okay. today's wrestling at all? I, I really do. I try to keep up with it, you know. But, you know, a lot of it, I, you know, it's, it's like it takes so damn long to get. You know, WCW, we, we wrestled, you know. Yeah. Yeah. God, man, it was you feel like, like you're watching gymnastics. Forty-five minutes. A little gymnastics nowadays. Yeah, that, and it takes forty-five minutes before there's a match. Right. You right. know, shit, man. We, we when we came out of you know Monday Night Night Show within five minutes, there was a match in the ring and a pretty fucking good one. Right. You know, I right. mean, we had I mean, it was well, you had storylines, you had good wrestling, good wrestling. You know, so I mean, and you know, and you got the you know one two threes, no, you know, no, you know. Um, you know, you know, no pitter patter. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. But you know, the one yeah. thing WCW didn't have was Alexa Bliss. That's for sure. No, yeah. well, see, keep in mind there was we had no girls. Yeah, right. Missy was the announcer, mm-hmm. and uh, Dustin's wife. Yep, Terry. Mm-hmm. Terry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Terry was uh, in the York Foundation was mm-hmm. the gimmick she was in with with um, Terry Taylor. And, and to be totally honest with you, that's the only two girls I can remember. Macho brought in George later. Until until that, right. until and the George. Alonda Blaze, who was Medusa in WCW. Yeah, and then right. we had Medusa. Yeah. We had you know, Scary Sherry. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but so then we had Keebler came in, right? Yeah, and Keebler came in. Yeah. So, but at first, dude, there was I mean, no, no girls. Right. You know, no TNA. No fabulous moolah, no nothing. No, nothing. All right, but next up. Next up. Mandy Rose, good God, <laughs> good God Almighty, buff insert stuff. Wow. <laughs> Let me ask you this: If you were doing Jigglos and they said, "Hey, look, you you have to do the episodes for free, but you get to be with Mandy Rose," would you have done it for free? No. Come on, buff. No, man. There you go. Come on. But look at that, man. man. That's pretty hot. That holy cash. Even you, Mr. Bagwell, to this with day, who you are. Yeah, today I would. Okay. But when I was making what I was making back in WCW days, maybe not. All right. So, <laughs> oh, listen. Buff Bagwell in his 30s, you meet Mandy Rose. Are you intimidated? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, not intimidated, but I mean, that's that's a that's a that's Wait, a. Wait, in that's your thirties during the nitro days? Yeah, I was. How could you be intimidated? Well, you that's know, Mandy Rose. Yeah, so man. You can't get much the, better than that, during the, right? During the late nineties, Miller, would you be intimidated? Of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just be like, look, don't even look at me. Yeah, yeah, all right, next up. Infatuated. Like uh, that's a that's a Nia, Nia Jax. What do you think, pal? That's a quit it. Really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. But she's not like most girls. What? No. Yeah, but quit it. She's a lot bigger than most. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. She'd be really pretty She'd if she pretty if she lost fifty pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah right. right. Oh, he had to. She's got a good looking face. He's got a nice face. Nice person. He's just a real good personality. Fat buff in the day. Did you ever throw a fat girl or something? What? Uh, no, but. Uh, 
Not I wouldn't kick him out of the bed. I don't think it was because okay. really? if, if, if you grabbed on to the good-looking girl at the beginning of the night, right? You had to hang with her. Oh yeah. yeah, oh there's always a party, and then whoever hung and was kind of at the end hanging oh, on. Wait that's, a minute, that's you kind of get that? Would you take care of my friend too, Buff? Yeah, oh, yeah, man. exactly. That's rough. Oh my God! Buff. All right, next up. All right, Brock Lesnar's wife. Oh my gosh. I was with Mark Marrow. Okay, gotta hear this. The story. day oh he met her. Okay. Was at a Quincy's in Jacksonville, Florida. And he sent a note over to her name is Rena. I'm mm-hmm. sure y'all know that. Absolutely. But, but she was an absolute nobody, never in the business. Her husband had died. And she was in Quincy's and Mark Marrow made a little note and he said, You know, will you go out with me? Yes, no, maybe. And she sent maybe back and that's how their relationship started. And it went all the way through the, you know, WC, WWF and all that. And, and then it just kind of, uh, you know. Went, Do you still went, speak went. with Mark? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So absolutely. did he ever he tell was, you the did, story did. that when he found out she was having an affair with Lesnar? No, no. It, it, it got a little nasty with, you know, some some things getting put in bags. <laughs> like a pile of shit. Oh, nice. <laughs> there was some rumors like that. But that was, like I said, that was when wrestling. You got to realize WWE. WWF back then was was PG. You know we were G rated, dude. So whoever got to vent, whoever got to Eric first, could say like hell, damn, and maybe son of a bitch. Right. But if you didn't get, I mean, if you didn't get to him first, then you couldn't. But it's hard to say. I'm gonna kick Goldberg's butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. whip that butt. It's just hard, you know. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get you. you. I'm gonna give him such a pinch. Yeah. There you go, Stooges. So it was, uh, it was tough, to, you know, to be a G-rated program, but to be G-rated and still beat them for eighty something consecutive weeks, that was pretty. Yeah, pretty big. monumental. But by yeah. the way, I just got to tell you, me and the Pharaoh were rooting against you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we look, were. we're Northeasterners, right? We, we, you know, we grew up on this WWE Yes, stuff, I know, know, dude. Look, we yeah. love the show. Yeah. We definitely yeah. love the show. But oh, there was a point awesome. when you guys were beating them so bad, we were getting angry about it. Oh, dude, it, it, yeah. it actually started, it started worrying us when he did the, the fake Nash and fake Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When that he did that, we, we literally went. That was pretty bad. Oh, fuck. We're going to put the WWF out of business. Wow! Right, and we knew, and we knew as the boys, we're high fiving Eric, but really we're going. This, now, ain't, this ain't good. Is it true that Bischoff was just totally focused on running them out of business? Oh my God! It was just nothing but the straight. Wow. I mean, we were having a high. We were high five every time the ratings came in. Mm. But keep in mind, we were high five and really going. I mean, yeah, you're looking any, at the whole anytime Vince, at the anytime whole Vince does a, a fake Nash huh. and a fake, I mean, a fake yeah, Diesel and a fake Razor, yeah, something's wrong. Well, I just, I mean, yeah. it just, we knew something was bad and that yeah. wasn't good. And then the little the next thing you know, Vince, Vince owned us, you know. Well, then, speaking of that, on Table for Three on the, the WWE Network, they have Shane on there, and he explains that day. Can you tell everybody what that day was like when Shane actually showed up? Oh, I'll tell you exactly. I was, yeah, I was there. It was, uh, we sh- showed up late, of course, like always. And but but it was about ten million dollars worth of talent walking up. Goldberg, Nash, Hall, all of us walking up, and all of a sudden. We all at the same time see WWF trucks, mm. and there's nothing that's going to be good about that. That's that. That's not good. Mm. So we all kind of split off to our people to go find out from our clique 
What's up? What's going on? Well, we had no more than about five minutes of that before they go, hey, Shane McMahon's got a meeting in this room here. So there's a hundred and hundred some odd wrestlers in a room with referees, everybody in this little small little room. And uh, and he goes, I just want everybody to know uh, that uh, we own the company. He goes, um, we're going to keep some wrestlers. We're going to fire some wrestlers. We're going to keep some referees. We're going to fire some referees. He said, he said, but um, he says, want everybody to know that you know that's that's the situation. We own the company. It was a more than five minutes long, and about half the people went like you know. <laughs> now, I remember looking over at Lex, and of course Lex is just. He's like, I'm fucked. And, and, about across, <laughs> and keep in mind, we were the world tag team champions at the yeah, time, yeah. and we didn't make the first show. Mm. So I'm go, I'm leaving to leave. What well, Lex comes running out, going, "Wait a minute!" They got us in an interview. And I don't know if I ever they if they showed that or not, but they did. Vince, if you remember, Vince named five guys. You got a huge ovation from the crowd. I remember that Please, to Lex. this day. That was a WWE. What crowd. happened? I don't know. I don't get it. And let me tell you something. All, all the top guys, all the top huge guys, ovation. all the top guys said, "If Vince McMahon said your fucking name on TV, he goes." Yeah. You're him. Yeah. That was Luger's, you know, people that have worked for him, and Steiner's, and they go, dude. Started together, too. I never right. I don't want to break this love connection here, yeah, right? but we're going to run this through this thing. Here. Yeah. All right. Sonny, real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At one time, right. I, I hit it. Did you hit it? No. At one time, I would have. All right. Okay. Me, too. But she's, uh, I'm hit it right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Dan Romano, Pizza Boy. Now we'll get by that, right? <laughs> oh, my holy hurl, Batman. What the? Who is that? That's Fox. Felicia Fox. Felicia Fox. Felicia WWE. Fox. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Would you hit his, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Okay. Next up. I don't know who that is. Let's move yeah. past. What the hell? All right. Charlotte Flair. She don't do a whole lot for me. She's a, she's a big chick. She looks good. Mm-hmm. But I'm into like smaller, you know, chicks, you know. Gotcha. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like a. You don't need a. I'm not tower of power here. Yeah, you know? gotcha. I don't want her in high heels. Slight big bird resemblance. Yeah, yeah. Like a little bit, a little big birdish. Yeah, okay. What? I've always thought she's that. hot. She's You're hot, crazy, but it's just Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Why is he? I'm not saying you go that way, but you never know. You never know, right? Right. But that's that'd be a quit it. Yeah. Not even if he shook his belly at you. Next up, even the the belly thing, maybe. Yeah. Karma. Stop it. Karma, right? This is like yeah, yeah. That's that's not even feasible. She's on Glow right now on Netflix. That's not. She's on Netflix. She's got some cash. All right. Come on now. Come on now. Oh, that's a hit it for sure. Yeah, she's tough. She's tough. Better than Mandy Rose? No. All right. That was a great shot of Mandy from the backside. No, Mandy Rose is still got it. Miller, you think Mandy Rose still? You good with Mandy Rose over? Yes. Oh, she's tough. Wow. Here we go. Oh, stop. Oh, quit it. Yeah, bird, that, that right? nose. Can you see the seed? The first thing I do is uh, got to do the nose job first before I ever hit that. Uh, all right, Tori Wilson, but you know. Oh yeah, Tori. You know she, believe it or not, Billy Kidman was a was was, was you know he, he him and her dated the most probably, mm-hmm. and we just were blown away by that. But I went out with Billy a few times, and he he can he he can pull it. Yeah, you know, so he's Good a looking guy. Yeah, but I mean, he just and yeah, I never never saw that in Billy Kidman. Yeah, it's, the, it's the hair, and we'd be out somewhere, the and, he, and there'd be more girls over talking to him. I was like, yeah, it's the hair. 
I'm fucking Buff Bagwell. Yeah, what's you kidding me? Fuck you, Kidman. Billy Kidman? No, but he's uh, he did a good job with that for sure. Too cold, Scorpio. Too cold. Gonna hit it? <laughs> no, he hit it. Literally? Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll put you in a situation, I love, love Too Cold, man. I think Too Cold's great. I really I, really I think you're gonna hit it tomorrow. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sasha Banks, the best ass in wrestling. Greatest ass in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> She's tough. She is tough. She is real tough. Stephanie McMahon. Uh oh. She looks a little. That's not a great picture of her, not particularly. But, but, but she's, I think I would hit it. I would. Go. Yeah. Finally. Stop Shawn it! Michaels. God. Why is he hitting Shawn With the beard? With the, without. With the beard. Wow. Oh, it's so rough on my stuff. It does, right? He's <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's rough right. on my stuff. Eric, where are you going to be at, brother? What's going on? Michael Diaz at Tricoltiero. It's ESS. And uh, tomorrow's a big day. It's the big event that's over at the uh, LaGuardia Plaza Hotel and. Queens, New York, over by LaGuardia. And, uh, we got the Buff Bagwell, the Patriot. That's right, Stars and Stripes for Unite. We got uh, Two Cold Scorpio, the, the famous tag team from uh, from the nineties. They're back together. I think there'll be a fun. brawl, maybe? No, I hope not. Not on my oh, not on my no, watch. No. Not on my watch. No, no, I think it's good. Disco Inferno is going to be there as well. He's part of the team as well as Doom, Ron Simmons, and Butch Reed, and uh, nice. everybody except the Patriots going to be with us down in um, Sarah, uh, the. the Babel tomorrow night for SWF Live and uh, and then Buff, are you wrestling? Uh, yeah, wrestling? yeah, it's it's awesome. wrestling disco. Yeah. You're wrestling night. disco. Yeah, and then Saturday, yeah. Sunday we're in Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh, Pro Wrestling World at the Fairview Fire Company, and uh, my whole crew is going to be there along with uh, some of the other people from the big event convention, and uh, it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good day, and uh, anything with ESS, it's uh, ESSpromotions.com, and you can. Uh, Stay up to date with all the upcoming stuff with ESS. Yes. All right, before we cut out, Buff, last question. Would you hit or quit Eric Sims? Oh, my, <laughs> my God. Come on, Buff Daddy. Come on, Buff Daddy. We're coming back in with Hillbilly Jim Buff. I want to thank you. What a great interview. What a great interview. I really appreciate it. I want to thank Wisteria Hall, J.J. McGuire, always Eric Sims. We will see you tomorrow at LaGuardia, Monty DeFaro. And also, hey, real quick, I also want to say, stay in terms of me, my calendar, my schedule. Everything is MarcusBuffBagel.com. You got it. So check friend. it out, man. MarcusBuffBagel.com and check it out, and then it shows you where I'm at. And you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, only seen here at Huntington, New York, Village Connection Radio, every Thursday, 8.05 to 9 p.m. Stay tuned. In about 10 minutes, we have Hall of Famer, Hillbilly Jim. That's huge.